0: So, okay. Bridget McCallum, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Um. Okay. Um, I've been blind from the age of a seventeen. Um, my problem started when I was five years old. Um, I got an infection through the contamination of the sea. Um, there was no indication that there was anything wrong with the sea, but it turned out that the sea was contaminated and I got an infection. And it caused damage behind my eyes. Uh, that was way back in seven, 1973. In seventy four. by March, I wasn't seeing very well. So within 24 hours, I had to be in London. Uh, um and i started my way of uh, my journey towards blindness then i started for a year and a half going up for treat for treatment and tests um by the age of 7 i started my first operations because i was given cortisone drops which um one of the side effects was glaucoma And uh, that is mainly what I went blind with, uh, glaucoma. Uh, I spent from 75 to 89 undergoing eye operations to try and lessen the glaucoma. But by the age of 17, uh, April, May of 1985, I had lost all my vision um I only have what is called perception of light and dark. Otherwise I can't see anything. Um I can see shadows yes but I won't identify if it's a man, a woman or a child. I have, the person has to speak to me then for me to identify. Um then in November of 1985 I started braille lessons. Um, I was always a bookworm since the since my early age of four. Since I started school, um, and that gave me that was, I think, my safety valve, uh, not to despair in my life. Braille gave me um, it opened my horizons. That uh, it gave back my Hobby of and my love for books. Um, then in uh, 1989, I started working, and two years after that, I was offered a job with the Maltese Parliament um, to work as an audio typist. There, so I typed the debates that are being done in the main chamber and in the com- in the parliamentary committees. Um, and I've been doing this job for the past 32 years now. Um, then some years ago in 2011, I was at a friend's house and she was talking to me about the prospectus of uh, lifelong learning. And one of the subjects that they teach in lifelong learning is knitting. And um, I told her, "Listen, I told her that is something I have always wanted to learn." So I started with um, going to lessons for knitting. I also did a couple of uh, of, uh long distance learning courses with Hadley's Institute for the for blind and visually impaired people in America. Um. And. Now I'm joined. I've joined a new blind organisation here in Malta called Visual Visual Non Visual Network, and I hope to help them out um, and give my and participate in the project of um, promoting issues uh, related to the blind to blind people here in Malta. Yeah, and. Um... So that's basically something about myself. Um, I always, I also, I also have. Um, I'm also a lector in church, so I I give my services in church as well. Um, in two parishes, in mine and in another parish. Um. So that's basically something about myself.
0: What. Well, Thank you for telling us a bit about your background and so you mm-hmm. said you told me um when we first met that you you you're involved in like an art project that is run by the visual non-visual organization. Yes. And it's beyond Light. Yes. you do you know yes, a bit about the origins light. of the program and what and what it does to help
1: people. Um well um This uh, project of Beyond Light is um, basically promoting the skills, the creative skills of blind people here in Malta. So um, we have three employees who are three blind farmers. Um, There are two farmers who um, have lent us out the, the greenhouses um for us to for these three farmers to be able to grow certain products so we grow tomatoes, um the Stevia plant and other products. Um and we're also promoting now very soon next I think next month it should be um this art beyond light uh which is basically an exhibition uh with um artwork done by the Maltese by the the blind who are members of our of our organization so you've got uh, pottery um sculpture you've got artwork and now they've asked me to join them with my knitting Uh-oh. um so i'm looking forward to that uh, That. We've got, we also produced our first uh, a book with all the artwork done by the members of our organization. Um, and we should be producing it again and I should be join, joining in that book as well. Um, so we, we're promoting mainly the creative side of the blind people to show uh more that um the blind people here are creative and they have um something to give towards society um because unfortunately here in Malta we're finding that blind people are being pushed to the side by the authorities um Lately, we were supposed... there was a memorandum of understanding um, that a garden is supposed to be given to us. Um, But it transpires that it's not going to be given to us totally, but we have to... we have to share it with another two organisations. So whatever we're asking for... um, We, the blind uh, seem to be pushed to the side. Uh, we also, um, uh, introducing the tandem tours as well. So we've got, basically we've got five tandem bicycles here, um, which the founder bought because we found no help to sponsor us to buy them. Um. We've got instructors, we've got about four instructors for the tandem, and we're trying to promote this tandem tours for, um, we're starting for young people between 15 and 24, 25 year olds, who come here for English, to, to learn English, and to give them an experience of um, some, interesting sites here in Malta and to give them something different uh, but using a tandem instead of a normal bicycle um, so we can help they can sort of help the blind as well so we've got these going on these projects so it's for me it's a very interesting um, organization
0: so how do you go about like, creating your, um, your, your knitting, your knitting pattern? patterns, your works of art? Do you have people there who can, who help you? Or do you, what, or, basically what techniques uh, no, do, you, the, do you you can't necessarily see patterns that you're creating?
1: No, um, the art as in painting, I don't know how it's done. But we've, I think we've got a couple of uh, blind people who do that type of art. Mine for knitting, I go to uh, lessons in lifelong learning, the lifelong learning courses. Um, I am the only blind person attending those classes. The rest are sighted people. Uh, as a matter of fact, i I won a couple of years ago. I won an award. Uh, the coordinator of that of the center I used to attend uh, nominated me as um, best student in lifelong learning. And um, I won the award of what is called the EPAL award, the European platform for adult uh, learning. And I won the award so everyone who attends these uh, courses are all sighted people. Um I was I'm the only disabled person attending this course. But I found a lot of support both from the teacher, from the adult educator, from the coordinator, and from my from the ladies who attend the class as well. Um the things I do in knitting are dolls. I can show you, I can show you one of them. I've got one here. Something like this I create. Can you see her? Josh, can you see it?
0: Oh, well, if, if I'm being it's like I do want to bring this up like, while we we were recording, but your camera's still not on, but, but it, it's, it's, not, it's okay. It's
1: not on? Um, uh, Let me try again. Is it okay
0: now? No, it's not, but, it, but Does it it, come it's on? okay. It's okay. Um, I, I imagine that it's a very, very nice piece of art, so.
1: It's a doll dressed as a sailor. Well,
0: yeah, uh, and I'm, in my ca- imagination, it looks really nice. Like just based on that description, I'm, I'm imagining what it looks like.
1: Uh-huh. Um, I don't know why it's not coming on my camera.
0: No, but it, it it it's a, but but it's
1: okay. Um, no, because it should, it should be on. Because I I used this last Wednesday and it was on my camera, so I don't know what's happening. It just decides not to work sometimes. Um. Yeah. So that's basically what our art is, but there are people who have attended uh, pottery lessons, so they've created uh, things in pottery. So this is um, an exhibition to showcase our work. And... And if we do manage to get this garden into our hands, we want to start another type of art, which is called the topiary gardening, um, which will be a first time here in water. So we're just hoping that this garden will come to us so then we can start this topiary gardening as well to create this type of art. So it can we can open the garden for as an attraction as well. For both Maltese families and tourists who come.
0: And have you done any other initiatives? Have you been involved in anything else, like in order to raise awareness about Black people, either through your work with um, parliament or maybe some meet I... with the media, so maybe like TV appearances or um... maybe with the church?
1: with Judge they are very much aware about the issues of blind people because they have me there so they have a living example but uh, as in general public they need to learn a bit more especially um, where plants are concerned i have a problem here in my area um, there are a couple of houses they have they have plants in the front garden which sometimes overhang onto the pavement which here yeah, in is against the law <clears throat> you can't um, you can't obstruct public property which the pavement is a public property but they keep insisting on leaving these plants overgrow to the extent that there were times when I had to go down from the pavement myself, go in the middle of the road because there'll be cars parked on both sides. And the road I'm going down into is a main road. So it's a two way road. Um, And I have to go in the middle of the road, pass around the cars parked and to find my way back onto the pavement. Um there was one time i had to contact the local council the mayor and he had to rope in the community policing and they had to go to this person to the specific person and tell her to remove those plants um and after the police went then she removed them but it will i can bet you anything the um She'll do it that day, but then she'll leave it again and have to keep contacting the local council. So that is one thing that the general public needs to learn here in Malta, that they don't obstruct pavements, because for us, it is dangerous. We can't see what is in front of us and either we're going to be concentrating where we're walking with the cane or we're going to have to be covering our face with face protection. Um, trying to see where we're putting our feet. Um, even dogs, we have um, certain people who insist on taking the dogs out and leaving them do the business on the pavement. And they just leave it there and they don't bother to pick it up to our detriment. Because we don't know where where that is, that dirt. So here in Malta, yes, the general public need to be more aware of um, the blind and visually impaired people here in Malta. They need to be more conscious that Malta doesn't only have sighted people There are people who are blind who cannot see what is going on around them. So they need to be more aware and respect um, certain things that they keep the pavement clean. They don't um, leave the dirt of their dogs on the pavement. First, because we, we can dirty our own cane and it's not fair on us to get in the dirt of somebody else. And we can trip or slip on whatever there is. Um so yes, the general public here in Morton needs to be more aware and even the authorities need to be aware. Um when they especially when they come to plan pavements. That they don't do them slanting like I have here in my area. There's one specific stretch of pavement that is slanting. And I feel as if I'm walking sideways on it because of the garages. Um, And they don't consult us. They just do it um, with no consultation with the blind people, nothing. And we need to be more involved in at planning stage. I feel that we need, the authorities need to involve us more at planning stage before they do something. Because we are the people who can guide them on what is good and what is not for us. Because the way the pavements are, um, they're not safe for us. They, they're not safe for wheelchair users. They're not safe for people with uh, young children in pushchairs. Yeah. or prams because of the the way it is they are slanting so all around they they need to be we need to be consulted
0: yeah yeah mm. well thank you Bridget for joining us here today if you've got a lot to know more about the work that we links to the Beyond Light Art project in the description box below other than that, please like, okay. share, leave a review, leave a comment do whatever, and thank you, and enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Thank you. Good day.